0: Welcome to the Pursuit of Relentless podcast. This is Elena and I've got Ryan Chartrand on the podcast with me today. Super excited to have him. He is got a really great story. I really enjoyed speaking with him in our pre-interview. And the thing that I learned from Ryan so far is that you have to follow your dreams and you have to um, maybe get a little bit uncomfortable in order to pursue something different. And I love that about Ryan because it's something that I stay true to, right? So back in the day of when I was in the trucking industry, it was very different for me because I didn't love what I did. I really could not see myself doing that long term. And when I was told interview your future, I was like, oh. (laughs) So yeah, I switched into the financial world as well as what Ryan's doing right now. And it's really cool to kind of just collaborate with someone who's made a similar shift in their life. So thank you again for coming on, Ryan.
1: Welcome to the podcast. My pleasure. So tell us a little bit about your story. So basically, growing up, all I ever wanted to do was be a police officer. You know, I really didn't, uh, didn't even, couldn't even see myself doing anything else. I knew I wasn't someone who was going to work in a cubicle. And I just, I loved the excitement that I thought law enforcement would bring. And um, I had family and public service led me in that direction. So growing up, I always thought that I was going to grow up to be a police officer in my hometown. And I thought that I was going to go on and go through the ranks and become the police chief in my hometown.
0: Cool. And how did that turn out?
1: You know, as, as Ed Milet always loves to say, you know, things don't happen to you, they happen for you. Mm-hmm. So I when I got out of college, I was able to start as a uh, part-time officer working in my hometown, which was exciting. But, you know, um, right away, it didn't take long to make me realize that, you know, necessarily what I planned my life to be wasn't going to turn out that way. Mm-hmm. and um, instead of getting closer to a full-time position, they started laying people off, and um, I was getting farther away from a full-time position. So then, you know, I mean, I, I was happy with the experience and everything, but um, you know, I, I went through, as excited to be living what I had thought back then was my dream job. And uh, I, I ended up soon, you know, took a while, but then I, I ended up realizing that this isn't necessarily my dream job. Mm-hmm. So basically, you know, you, you get the excitement when you come on in the beginning as a police officer, you're, you're learning all the different things. It's uh, don't get me wrong. It's cool as anything to drive around fast with the sirens and lights on your car and everything. Mm-hmm. That's, that's fun. That never gets old. Yeah. But um, what I soon came to realize is, you know, in that profession, you, you know, first off, you know, I, I've always had huge goals and dreams that I've wanted in my life. I've always wanted to excel and go to the top at anything that I did. Mm -hmm. And I soon learned that if I wanted to make the money that I wanted to make to be able to live my ultimate goals and dreams, I needed to pretty much work constantly. (laughs) So I was at the point I was constantly working any overtime I could get. And, you know, unfortunately, I grew accustomed to living on that overtime money and everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was at a point, you know, I'd probably, you know, work, you know, between 70 and 80 hours a week on a regular basis to make that money. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, I found out that, you know, the more money I, I made, it was just, you know, I, number one, I didn't have time to enjoy it. Number two, it didn't look like it was amounting to anything. All right. And then there came a point in my life where it was just, I you know, it was, I always tell the story, it was about probably 90 degrees out on a summer day. I was standing out in the middle of the road and the, beating hot sun, flapping my arms around a couple of trucks that were working on the road. I started counting on my fingers how many more years I had to do that. And I realized I can't do this for the rest of my life. I can't keep living this way. Yeah. So yeah. at that point, I, you know, at that point, I mean, I'd always, you know, I'd gone to school for law enforcement. I have never considered anything outside of law enforcement. So honestly, I thought I was stuck. You know, I, I honestly thought that I w- That was the life that I chose and I just had to uh, suck it up and deal with it and uh, move on.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of people have that happen in their lives. They get to a point where they're comfortable or they get to a point where they're like, okay, well, I guess this is how it is because I didn't necessarily do anything else as a career path or this is what I was told I should do when I was young. And then people get stuck and they get into this pattern that seems Absolutely. to be never ending, right? That's how it was when I was a pastry chef for myself. Um, it took me getting really bad carpal tunnel and my doctor saying, oh. Hey, Elena, time for a new career path because okay, no. <laughs> you're gonna end up um really damaging yourself, that it'll be permanent damage if you don't do something about it. And I was like, Oh,
1: yeah, oh. okay. <laughs> yep.
0: You know? So there's so many times in my life in particular that I thought about uh, changing career paths. But at the same time, I was following my dreams. I always wanted to be a pastry chef. My grandparents always called me cookie as a little kid. I was like, I'm going to be a baker. And then I did that for like 10 years. And I realized that that's not necessarily what I was put on this earth to do because there's not a lot of impact you can make as a pastry chef. And I realized very soon into my adulthood that I, I feel like I was put here for a bigger purpose. I feel like I was put here to help people, uh, give people hope, help people dream again, help people just like understand that there's a better life waiting for them. If they just go get it.
1: Absolutely. 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 I think another thing that makes things tougher is, is you know, I think when a lot of people get to that point in their career, especially that now they have a family, they might have children. So now it makes leaving that profession even more terrifying. Yeah. Because well, they have people at risk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, they, they've got people depend on them and everything. And they're dependent on that certain amount of income. And it's terrifying. Yeah. Do you
0: think that that would drive most people or deter them from taking that leap?
1: Oh, I mean, that's, that's what took, that's what um, hindered me from, from really making that leap from the very beginning, even, even up till now, cause you know, I'm building up my business outside, mm-hmm. but it's it's even terrifying for me walking away from that, um, that income. But that's I mean, I, I know, I know in my mind, you know, I, I know that's what I got to do.
0: Yeah. I think there's a shift in your mindset when you go, Hey, I can actually do this. Absolutely, and You start believing in yourself and you're like the way that it makes me feel to help people the way that I do is the most powerful feeling in the world. I've never felt so happy. I've never felt so successful and I've never felt so empowered after Absolutely. doing a client appointment going, Hey, I'm going to save you a ton of money
1: yeah isn't that awesome? you know I remember my first uh, appointment when I did a uh, a debt elimination program for somebody, and I mean they were at a point they had over a hundred thousand dollars of student loan debt yeah, and they really they couldn't afford a house because of their student loan debt and I put together a plan for them that they were going to be completely debt free everything all paid off in under ten years nice and I remember when I showed them that it was like I lifted a weight off of their shoulders all of a sudden they they were able to dream and start to think yeah. I can, I might be able to own, I can buy a house someday, you know, I'm, I'm going to be able to get out of this. It's not, it's not endless.
0: Yeah. I'll never forget the day that I had this lady walk in my office. She's my mom's age. So obviously got a little soft spot for her. And she's like, Elena, there's nothing you can do for me, but you can try because it can't get any worse than it is. <sighs> and uh, she was paying $3,500 a month onto her credit cards including a ton of insurance and everything like that. I ended up saving her $2,500 a month.
1: That's incredible.
0: Which changed my life, changed my life forever. Because I didn't necessarily believe in myself up until that point. And then once that happened, I was like, holy cow. How did I just do that? First of all, I was like, I don't understand how I just even did that. Like, that was cool. (laughs) And the feeling that I had of empowerment and pride, I was like, wow, I can actually do this. Maybe I can be better. Maybe I can help more people. And Absolutely. it really made me shift the way that I did business because I wasn't scared to talk to people after that point. I was like, if I can keep doing that, if I can keep saving people a ton of money, why yep. wouldn't I? I'd be selfish exactly. not to talk to them. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm yep, selfish exactly. not to educate people. I'm selfish not to put myself out there and be vulnerable and you know, get out of my comfort zone and just say, why not? Let's go. Because if I can help somebody, then I'm going to change the world. Right? And it's it's people like us that are actually taking it seriously, that are actually getting out there into the world and going, hey, money is not something that most people talk about. And in the financial services industry, there's good and there's bad people, right? So if we can help people understand what they're supposed to do, and educate them, which is what both of our businesses focus on is the education side of things. Absolutely. We try and help people in any way possible, get to their best financial futures. So I have a saying in my presentation and it says, interview your future. And as a heavy equipment operator, I was like, hmm, I don't know if I want that life, you know? So it was really not that hard of a shift because then when I interviewed my future with the company I'm with now, it was like, everyone's smiling. Everyone's excited to be there. Everyone's just on top of the world. And I'm like, that's the life I want. I want to be wealthy. I want to be happy. I want to be able to help people. And it really shifted the fear into excitement.
1: Right. Right. I absolutely think that was one of the biggest draws for me is that i had always, always been a very positive and upbeat person. And after my 18 years in law enforcement, you, you know, I mean, it was just like that was getting beat out of me, you know, between being tired from all the work and the atmosphere around the workplace. I mean, it really sucked the life out of me. Yeah. And then when I found my way into, um, you know, my new company, it was just, it was a different world. Yeah. I mean, I, I brought myself into a place that everyone was excited. Everyone had your back. Everyone wanted to help you. Everyone wanted to encourage you. Everyone wanted to see you succeed. Yes. And that was, that was just an absolute game changer for me. I mean, just being involved in the business, I mean, it, it, it changed my life. I mean, it completely gave me a, a new outlook on life. I mean, it, yeah. everything changed for me my mindset, what I believed I could actually accomplish. And even, you know, getting the courage to say, you know what, I'm, I'm not working for 32 years in law enforcement. I'm going to leave and I'm going to do my own thing and I can do this. Yeah.
0: There were so many naysayers when I first started. It was like, oh, Elena, you'll be back. You'll miss the money. And I will never forget having that said to me. And I'm just sitting there going, mm, I think I'll do pretty good. <laughs> I think I'll do pretty good. And yep. then this month I over tripled my hubby's income and I'm like, Oh, but I'll be back. I'll miss the money. Right. You know what I mean? (laughs) And I'm sitting here going, you don't even know what I'm capable of. You don't know how much I am willing to work in order to make it happen for my family. I actually recruited one of my bosses and this month he Mm -hmm. made more than he made on site part-time with our firm. And I'm like, go brother. Like, how cool is that (laughs) to be able to do that for someone who I actually asked, how do I get your job? And he's like, you don't unless I die or retire. Yep. I was like, oh,
1: (laughs) that was another thing that I saw in law enforcement is that, you know, it was uh, a very competitive and very limited way to grow and advancement process. And it really wasn't based whatsoever on what you do or, or your job performance. It was only its strictly a hundred percent based on how you score on a written test.
0: Wow. Brutal. No. Yeah. Nope. That's not for me, man. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> nope. It's good until it's not. That's what Jay White's saying. Yeah, I always, really I funny. always laugh and I say, you know, I know I'm in the right, I know I'm going into the right industry because I couldn't pass the promotional exam at work, but I passed my investment license tests on the first try.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah, it's crazy to just think how much we hold ourselves back because of that comfort zone, right? Now, all of the personal development gurus that I listen to say, everything good happens outside your comfort zone. And sometimes that can be terrifying. But if you literally go, something good is going to happen because I'm uncomfortable. Or something good is going to happen because I'm pushing myself. And even if I fail, it's okay. Because I am going to learn a lesson and I'm going to grow from it. And there's such a massive mind shift that you make when you have made that decision to do whatever it takes. Like I'm personally building my company so that when I do have a family, I can be there and I don't have to work. 20 hours a day in order to be successful, you know, and I'm not doing that right now. Don't get me wrong. I'm putting in maybe my 12 hours type thing, but how much of that is busy work and how much of that is actually grinding and making phone calls and doing appointments and building my agency and, you know, all of the actual work, but it's so different to just sit back and reflect on how far I've come and how far the people have come around me and understanding that, it's making that personal decision for ourselves that will impact everyone else around us because they're watching us.
1: Yep, absolutely. It's powerful. I just want to touch back on what you mentioned about failure. And that's definitely been one of my hugest um, mindset shifts is that, you know, I'm not, don't get me wrong, no one likes to fail at all. But when I do fail, it's, it's much more manageable now. And I just look at, okay, I failed that's perfect because now what do I need to adjust to be able to move forward and not fail yes, again?
0: Exactly. It's all a learning process. And if you literally take every fuck up that you have in your life <laughs> and you just go, Hmm, what can I learn from this? Yep. You don't beat Absolutely. yourself up as much. You don't get as frustrated. You don't get anxiety. You don't get stressed out really because you literally know that everything is happening for you, not to you. And there's a lesson in absolutely everything that happens. So, guess what? If I have a chargeback policy, guess maybe I didn't do my due diligence in making sure my client was healthy or set up with the right insurance company, for example. Um, Or maybe someone pulls out their investments because I didn't do a good enough debt management strategy, or someone gains weight because they're watching me eat Cheetos. You know what I mean? (laughs) Because I'm not focused on my fitness or I'm not focused on. Uh, my personal development as much. And other people's success is reliant on me, right? That's what I want to get tattooed on my body.
1: <laughs> other
0: people's success is reliant on me because I have to lead myself first in order to be a good leader, in order to be my best self. I can't do that if I don't try. Absolutely. You know, people are like, oh, you you slept in until 7 a.m. I'm like, heck yeah, usually I'm up at six or five, like just depends on the day. but if I sleep until seven o'clock, that means I'm tired, like super tired. So it's really different to kind of just go, okay, you have to gauge what you need to do to be successful. You have to gauge what sacrifices that you're willing to make in order to achieve what you want to achieve. And I think if you go into a career thinking this is going to be Everything that it's supposed to be. Um, how many people do you think are in this world that are working jobs that they hate because they're stuck there?
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: So many people. And I see it every day. I'm like, hey, what do you like about their
1: job? They're like the money. Yeah, and it's probably not even a lot. <laughs> That's it, man. I've always thought that, you know, I've always, I've always said, you only, you know, one of my sayings I like is you only get one ride on this rock. Yeah. You know, why are you going to do it Doing something that you hate. Yeah. That you don't like. Because
0: they were told to go to school and get good grades and go to university and go work in a corporate job until they're 65 and then retire with a meager pension and just be happy living paycheck to paycheck because that's the bullshit story that we're sold from little child to the adult life. And then we're conditioned to have those thoughts. We don't sit there and go, Hey, maybe I can do something different with my life. Maybe I can do something better. Maybe I can be happier. Maybe I can, you know, step out of that box and just be someone different because I don't want to be like everyone else. I want to be different. I want to be a superhero. I Mm -hmm. want people to look up to me. I want people to sit there and go, wow, that chick's doing it right. Like she's making a difference in the world. And that's what my fulfillment is coming from. Like, yes, I like being recognized. I like having people around me, but at the same time, I really just want to give back. And I feel like if we can all band together and teach people, which is one of the reasons I started the podcast, like teaching people that there is better opportunities out there. That's why I love interviewing people that are stepping into the entrepreneurship world because you don't necessarily have to be an entrepreneur. In order to be happy, yep, definitely not. But guess what? You have so much more freedom. You have so much more opportunity for growth. You don't have someone telling you when you can go on vacation or um, take a day off or, you know, telling you you what you're worth. Yep, It's insane. I used to make half as much as half of the people that I worked with, and yet
1: I worked twice as hard. I'm like, um... No, it's unfortunate because a lot of those, you know, big dreams and goals and that happiness gets, gets sucked out of a lot of people, you know, usually, you know, if not when they come out of college, you know, not long after they're in the workplace. And I mean, it's, it's great to be in positions like you and I are in, that we can help breathe that life and that excitement for life back into people.
0: Yeah. It's crazy to watch. I sat with a lady yesterday who's literally like, I just need a chance. And I was like, that's good. <laughs> like, Absolutely. guess what I got? I got an opportunity that you can take on that'll help you to pursue your dreams and goals. Right. Mm-hmm. And if I can just teach them how to do it, fan freaking tastic. That's awesome.
1: The other big mindset shift that I've definitely taken, I mean, more and more as I go on in my journey it, is that, and it, and it actually makes the, makes the difficulty and the failures a little more easier to cope with is that, I'm just, you know, yes, I have big goals and dreams that I'm working for, but I am loving every second of the journey to get there. Yes. You know, I'm, I mean, I just, I get up every day. I'm excited for whatever I'm going to do that day, you know, you know, whatever it may be. I'm excited to get to go. I mean, I start off with gratitude. I mean, I'm, 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 I have gratitude just for the fact that I woke up that morning, that I can get out of bed and walk on my own two feet.
0: Yeah, exactly. And people take it for granted.
1: Yep. Yep. And the, and the other thing, you know, along the lines of that journey is given almost half of my life to the law enforcement profession. And, you know, yes, I'm, I'm planning on leaving that, you know, very shortly. But, you know, I'm not going to be angry that I gave all that time to the law enforcement profession, because I honestly believe that that was all part of the journey that I was destined to go on. Yes. And I needed that time in my life to become the person who I am today that's going to go on and do do bigger and huger things.
0: Harder, better, faster, stronger. Yep. Yeah, man. It's beautiful. It's so cool to just talk to someone who's in a similar place. Like the financial services industry, nobody, in my opinion, not many people think that they're going to be a financial advisor.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, my <laughs> gosh. I mean, I was... I always say, I mean, that's one thing that fascinates me. I I always say that, you know, if I knew the things, if I learned the things that I know now in high school, when people should learn that stuff, I'd be a multimillionaire right now. Amen, brother, <laughs> you know, but,
0: how to pay less taxes legally, how yep. to get out of debt, how to not get into debt, how to budget, Absolutely. you know, Absolutely. how to invest I properly,
1: mean. how to have proper insurance, how to not get taken advantage yep. of. Like, no, I mean, that's huge. I mean, we, we live in an earn and spend society. I mean, you know, for so many people, just payments for home equity lines, for home improvements, car loans, loans for this, buy this on this credit card. I mean, that's how people live. It's like, yeah, to get out of it.
0: Oh, you can't afford to go to school. Go get a student loan. Cool. Yep. And then what?
1: And then, you know, $200,000 later, how are you going to pay that off?
0: Right. I have someone very close to me who had that situation happen. And it's like, oh, so now I have to go start my own business because I'm a doctor now. And I didn't realize that that was a thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: have fun. Now you've got the overhead startup. You've got all of the expenses to, you know, open a clinic and all this stuff. And it's, but you're sold this dream of being a multimillionaire because you're a business owner and yet it's not necessarily the reality or it takes a really, really, really long time to build that.
1: Yep. It's crazy to me. One of the, one of the big jobs that people, you know, it's either a doctor or a lawyer, right? Yep. Um, We currently, we have a, an attorney coming over to our office and I mean, he's, he's killing it. Yep. He's looking at it. He's like, why didn't I, you know, why didn't I do this long before?
0: Yep, exactly. And there's people from all backgrounds that can be successful in business because all it takes to be successful in business, in my opinion, is some drive, a reason yep. why you want to be successful in insane work ethic yep. and the need to help others like yep. the need to contribute, the need to actually build something great and just go the extra mile and be the change that you want to see in the world, which is so cliche, but you have to live that life. You have to be happy. You have to actually want to live in that blissful dissatisfaction stage.
1: Mm-hmm, absolutely.
0: If you can continue to do that, you're going to create your goals and dreams.
1: Yep, absolutely. Focused
0: on it. What tips would you have for the crowd on making that mindset shift?
1: Definitely start with, I mean, just start with the little things that you can be grateful for, you know, especially if you're in a place that, that you're unhappy, you know, look at all the things. Can you get out of bed in the morning? Did you wake up? You know, there's people that aren't even going to wake up in the morning. Yeah. Well, you can get up, you can walk. Do you have healthy kids? Are you healthy? Do you have a house to live? Do you have food to eat? you're doing better than half people in the world already. Just, just there, do you, you, have know? A <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and, and you know, different people get, they get unhappy for different reasons. You know, if you, if you have a job and you like your job, but you're not going where you are, you know, well, sit down, take a look back and, and figure out what do I need to do to move on? Do I need to change my work ethic? You know, do I, do I need to work harder? Do I, you know, do I need to reevaluate how I'm going about my, my things? if you hate your job and there is no room for improvement, then you got to take a serious look at the different things you can do. You know, if you want to excel and, and it's just one thing that I love about just the times we're in now is is you can go in anything. If you have a passion for something, you can go in, you can make that passion into your career.
0: Yeah.
1: You just gotta, I mean, all you gotta do is, is start one, you know, pull up some YouTube videos and, and, you know, start learning, get some books and everything. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure if you want to, uh, if you, but at the end, if you want to share my Instagram handle or my Facebook or whatever, I'm always sharing different books that I'm reading, different videos and everything like that. Exactly, it, it, it's all out there to learn and, and to figure out what you can do. You know, just get back, find that passion, that drive that you have, and then move forward from there.
0: Yeah, well, thank you very much for uh, this interview. I really took a lot out of
1: it for sure. Yeah, oh, it's it's been a pleasure. I'm, I'm I'm very happy you had me on.
0: Yeah. One last tip that you would give people that want to pursue their
1: dreams. One last, don't be afraid. Don't, don't be afraid, you know, look, and there's so many ways that you can go after what you want to do. If there's something you love, just dig down and and figure it out and find the people that are going to support you doing it. Amazing.
0: Well, that's it for today, guys. Thanks again for listening. Have an awesome day. Bye.